0: Footsteps of Jesus, from down under. This is Nick Rita, your host. Welcome to the program. I'm very happy to be with you again. Please stay with us today. I've got a dear guest again. I'll introduce her just in a moment. But I'd like you to know that for the last period of time. I have very good interviews with some young people and today is not an exception. Welcome to the program, Grace. Thank you. Now, you are a part of a group here in Adelaide Eastwood uh, Missions and uh, you do some canvassing, you know, some door to door, sharing God's uh, good news, the gospel with people. Uh, Grace, would you be able to share with us a bit of your background? Where are you from and uh, your story?
1: So, um, yeah, my name is Grace Wallace. I am from Cairns, so that was where I was born. That's my hometown. And my backgrounds are my mom's Filipino-Spanish and my dad is Samoan. I come from a big family, so I have four younger siblings, two sisters and two brothers. So praise the Lord for that. We all live up in far north Queensland, so.
0: Now, um, this program features uh, mainly your story, your walk with Jesus. Mm. Have you been a Christian all your life? I mean, you come from a Christian family? Yes. Okay, a 7th Adventist? Yes, yes. When uh, did you realize that you you are a child of God, that you you have uh, experience with Jesus?
1: So, I guess I'll just do like a kind of a little background picture for you. No, um, so you know. So... Uh, My dad was brought up in an Adventist home, and uh, when he met my mom, he was a backslid in SDA, and my mother grew up in a Catholic home but became a Mormon in her teenage years. So for a while, um, so it was my sister and myself for a few years, and we grew up in an environment where it was kind of just the party kind of lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And um, the only exposure that I had to... Adventism into church um, was through my grandparents, who would often take us to, to church and to Sabbath school. I especially remember um, growing up at, 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 a, at church. So that's where I first got introduced to church, and I really enjoyed that. About 2011, uh, for the first time, our family went to a uh, big camp in Townsville, and we had, yeah, it was just a life changing experience, I guess, for a lot of us. Uh, my mom especially that was her turning point and for me I guess that's where God started planting seeds and I was just really excited about what was happening and so at the time we were attending um, the Samoan church because that's what my dad uh, my grandparents were attending and um The problem was the language barrier, and so we weren't growing spiritually, and so our family decided to start moving to the Cairns Church, the main church in Cairns, and that's where I started to learn more about the Bible, Uh, started learning about the sanctuary message and a few other things, and I was just so excited about it. But I guess it probably wasn't towards the end of high school, 2013, when I guess this started really needing to depend on God even more. Uh, I had been accepted to study um, at Avondale College and I was freaking out because it was the exams, you know, the pressure, um, and having to move away from home. I wasn't ready yet and I was thinking, this is crazy, I can't do this. And I was just really stressed and my mum's just like, oh, why don't you pray about it? And because I hadn't fully taken God seriously, I was kind of thinking, oh, pray about it, I'm not too sure. Um, But I did and um, I remember at the time I had a... A bible app which would come up with daily verses this particular day i opened my tablet and the text jeremiah 29:11 came up and read for i know the plans i have for you declares the lord plans to give you hope and a future plans to prosper you and i just read that and i just cried i cried and i was just like wow I was just, that, that was just mighty and i just realized you know okay god you know i give up you take control of my plans from now on it, it's all up to you i'm going to leave it at your hands and From there, he just started blessing. I ended up taking a gap year, and he provided me with a job which I never thought I would end up in. And I worked from uh, there for about almost a year. And, you know, he was just, just to see where God was moving me and the people that he brought into my life. It was just incredible. And I started getting more involved with my church more in AY ministry, doing that. So I guess that's when I started, yeah, really depending on God even more, especially in the, more recently in the last few years when I started getting involved with Eastwood Mission, So
0: That's great, uh, Grace. And uh, in the last period of time, I did a few recordings with young people. And I can't just, just pause for a moment and really be so thankful to God mm. to see young people giving their lives to Jesus, having an experience with God, acknowledge that sort of experience you know because mm. we take these days things for granted you know too much uh, young mm. people are pursuing their own ambitions and their own uh, dreams and many times they don't come through you know mm. and uh, they've been disappointed and discouraged but as i mentioned i can see with you guys and even as i listen just for a few minutes, to your uh, to your introduction, to your story, I'm so blessed to, to see young people uh, acknowledging God's leading in their life. Now, you are involved with uh, uh, Eastward uh, Missions, and uh, like others, which I recorded just recently, you are in Adelaide for a few weeks here, mm-hmm. going from door to door, sharing with people uh, the good news, the gospel. Is this important for you, what you're doing?
1: Absolutely, it is. I guess it's just really important, and I'm excited about it because, you know, God's worked in my life, and I want to be able to share that with other people. Like, in just in this past week, I've been doing canvassing in the last few weeks, but just in this past week, it's just amazing to see, just to see how many people are actually really hurting and how much they really need God. You can see they're searching for it, and time is of the essence, and so that's why this is really important for me because. God's worked in my life. I want to pass that on and it's just mm. uh, everyone has to get to know this this really amazing God that we serve. So. Mm.
0: which means mm-hmm. it's very important to have an experience with God and share that one with people. Yeah. Your your own testimony, you know, but your own story. It's <laughs> important. Yeah, it's a very good tool yeah, um, that's right. in your hands. Grace,
1: Yeah, share with us, what are
0: your dreams for future?
1: At the moment I'm I'm a student, so I'm just studying. My plans for the future? Few people ask me that, but I I kind of just go off by, you know, I'm just letting God lead, because in the past I've done things where I think, I'm going to do this, and I'm really, you know, set on doing that, but it never turns out that way, and God seems to bring me on another journey, which is much more better than what I envisioned. So, yeah, at the moment it's just kind of letting God lead. At the moment there was discussion about possibly doing more canvassing after this program throughout the year, so praying about whether I want to go ahead and do that, or God's also Opened up other tu- up opportunities for me as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, so it just see
0: where he leads. You see, that's very important what you just said because um, sometimes, particularly young people, they don't know what to do with their lives, and they they take a gap year or they take a few gap years <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, until they make up their mind. But what I I get from you is that you're not going to lose time career-wise. You know,
2: mm.
0: you are planning to do more work for God. Mm-hmm. You want to do more canvassing. You want to share gospel with people in this world. That's mm. wonderful. That's great. You are uh, actually building up uh, relationships. Would you be able to share a story or two from your canvassing? You know,
1: canvassing? Yeah. One of the hardest things about sharing a canvassing story is which one do you choose? Because God just shows different experiences each day. But um, one that I can think of from this week that really stands out to me is... Um, I was coming to this neighborhood, which was very run down. And this house in particular, I was thinking, oh, it really doesn't look like anyone's there. It just looks totally empty. But I still felt impressed that I'd just go and knock on it. And I just thought, well, okay, God's not slack concerning his work. I'll, I'll go ahead and just knock. And fair enough, this man came out. And instantly I just looked at his eyes and I could see that he was hurting. Like something just wasn't right. And uh, I started the canvas as usual with the cookbook. And... um is just like oh I, I don't do cooking he he goes my mom does the cooking and then he goes on to say oh well at, at least she she used to do the cooking but she, she's sick now and um he sort of shared that she was just dis- uh, that she was paralyzed and I was like oh okay like, that's fine you know like we do reading books as well and what do you like to read and uh he didn't really indicate much um but I felt impressed that he had to have peace above the storm, which is steps to Christ. And so I showed him that, and he looked and he goes, oh, I really like this. He goes, I think this will really help me. And um, anyway, I spoke to him, and um turns out he was a Christian. Oh Well, he, actually, he was a Catholic, but um, he's very open to other Christians. And... Uh, so we spoke a little bit more, and eventually, uh, I thought what I thought was the end. I was just like, "Oh, can I, can I pray pray with you?" And he's just like, "Oh, oh, please, please pray." And um, he actually wanted me to come inside. I didn't want to go inside at first, but you know, I could just see that he just really needed it. He didn't want me to stand in the foyer, so I stood in the doorway. And um, his name, oh, I've forgotten his name at the moment, but maybe he will come back to me later. But we had a prayer, and after I prayed, he he just started crying. And he was just crying and he goes, I- I'm so sorry. He goes, I-, I never usually do this in front of people. And he goes, but I'm just struggling to know that my mom is just, she's paralyzed. I-, I love my mom so much. And he was just sharing with me like what he's going through. And I was just like, just so blown away by how God just brought that together. And, um, you know, I said, oh, you know, I'll pray for you and your mom, you know, I'll pray. And he goes, yes, please, please pray for us, pray for my whole family he goes i just he goes it's so hard for me i go to work and i have to put on a mask he goes i put on a mask and people think everything's okay he goes but deep down inside i'm not okay everything's not okay and i just thought you know god you know how many how much more other people are going through something like this and it was just a special moment just to be able to hear this guy out and he was just sharing with me what he's going through and by the end of it like he just felt so encouraged he goes thank you so much for coming this book that you've given me because he didn't have any money and i just said i'll leave it with him as a gift he goes this is going to help me so much and he goes and you've helped me he goes i know god sent you here today and um he just said please don't ever stop doing this work that you're doing he goes please go and help other people inspire more people like you did with me today you've touched my heart praise God for that opportunity that he just orchestrates and brings people in your life and for divine appointments so
0: grace that's amazing we are going to take a short short break you know listen to a piece of music and come back but just before we do that would you like to have a short prayer for that man again
1: yeah sure absolutely dear loving father in heaven Lord I just want to thank you so much for this day that you've blessed us with and I want to pray especially for that. That son of yours that that we met, the brother, Lord, I can't remember his name right now, but I just thank you, Father, for that opportunity. I want to pray for his family, his mom especially, Lord, that you may lay your healing hands upon her according to your will, that she may be healed, and that you may bring um, comfort and peace, Lord, into their lives. And Father, I pray that through um, the book, Steps to Christ, that he may be drawn closer to you, and that according to your will, we may be able to meet in heaven. Lord, I also want to pray for those, um, the other people that we've come across and that we've met um, on the doors and even just in day-to-day living, Lord, that you may be with each and every person, Lord. Mm -hmm. We don't know their story, but Father, you do. And we just thank you. Thank you for hearing this prayer and we thank you for the blessing that we can pray for others. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. This is In the Footsteps of Jesus from Down Under. A short break and we'll be back. Please don't go anywhere. Welcome back. That was a wonderful song and um, just to let you know that uh, actually Grace was part of this song also. Uh, Who was with you there, Grace?
1: Uh, Yes, so it was my piano teacher who was playing all the instrument parts um, and my mom and my two sisters.
0: All right. you are very musical and uh, you have another talent which I discovered. (laughs) Coming back to what we just said just before the break. Being able to reach out to people and to make a difference in their lives as you go from door to door to canvas, to share the good news of the Gospel with mm. many people. Uh, would you like to share another experience which you have uh, going door, from door to door?
1: Yeah, sure. I was just trying to think of another one. So this was at Kangaroo Island. And so I was canvassing in a place called Penishore and. There was a lot of holiday. I was in a part where there was a lot of holiday houses, and so my instructions basically were just to grab whatever can find and whatever looks like someone's living there. And I remember I felt impressed to go to a certain house, and I had two sides of the road. I had to go to this one particular house on the left, and so I thought, okay, so I went there, and the fence was like stuck, so I had to start calling out. And usually, when you call out, people can hear you, and they can just call from you from the door and say they're not interested. And so I was just praying, like, oh, I just hope that um. You know, they'll be interested. And eventually someone came out after calling a few times. And um, so this guy's name was David, and he came and showed him the cookbook. He wasn't really into it, but he was into gardening, and we were talking about that for a bit. Eventually, I showed him the Great Controversy and all the other books, and I asked him, you know, which ones would interest you the most. And he goes, "Yeah, I really like the reading one, the Great Controversy." And I thought, oh, yeah, this is really this is good. And he goes, "Oh, but I'm a pensioner though, so you know, things are being pretty tight." And I was just like, oh, you know, that's fine. He just referred him to the website, told him, you know, where you can find it, you can get it online. And then he noticed that it said missions, and he goes, "Oh, so what church are you affiliated with?" And um. He goes, you're obviously a Christian. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, we're personally Seventh-day Adventists. Have you heard of us before? And he's just like, oh, really? Seventh-day Adventists? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, oh, my mom was a Seventh-day Adventist. <laughs> I was like, really? He goes, yeah, she was in Port Lincoln. And funny enough, we would had just been in Port Lincoln in the first week of this canvassing trip. So I said, oh, I've been there. And he goes, yeah. And my aunt was also a Seventh-day Adventist, and she lived in Moontar. And I'm like, we just came from there. That Now we're here in Kangaroo Island. And so we were having this really... Lovely conversation. He was so excited. And he obviously had a really good experience. And he was just recalling on his time being when he was growing up in the church and he was just sharing about how much he missed it. And um, uh, in the end, I ended up leaving him with a small great controversy. So it's the full book, but it's just in a smaller form rather than our MAGA books. And um, he was just really happy about that. And um, he signed up, I surveyed him, he signed up for cooking demonstrations and Bible studies through correspondence. I was like, praise the Lord, it's just amazing. And just before I left, he goes, you must be so happy to meet another seventh day of Venice. So he was a glad Venice, as we call it. So it was really exciting just to, yeah, just amazing the different people that God gets you to meet on the doors. And I guess just rekindling that fire that he had and And hopefully through that, you know, he'll be able to um, reconnect with God himself. So, yeah, that's pretty exciting. That's Mm. really
0: good. And as I mentioned many times, you know, if we, if we don't do that, you know, if Mm. we just stay in our own uh, square, you know, we wouldn't be able to meet those people, and even trigger again if you like that sort of uh, interest to come mm. uh, to come back to to the lord if that's the case or even to just inspire people and encourage mm. them that's that's really great grace our time it's very huh. very Fast going to <laughs> to yeah. come to a close, <laughs> and uh, I'll have to to chat a little bit more with you, and even ask you to share some other other stories. But probably there will be another time, mm-hmm. another program with you. Just before we we will close this program, I would like you to leave our listeners, you know, just with a with a thought, with with something which you like them to to be encouraged, to be blessed. Would you be able to do that, just to to leave our listeners with a message or something?
1: Yeah, sure. Well, I guess the first thing that comes to my mind is the text that God God has taught me to love is Jeremiah 29.11, For I know the plans I have for you, and declares the Lord. He doesn't just say just say it but he declares it mm-hmm. and that's p- powerful because it just means that it doesn't matter where you are at, in life but God has a plan and he just can't wait if we just call upon him he just can't wait to show and just open those doors of blessings down upon us so I guess just to keep e- even yeah even like sometimes you might think you're incapable um, you might not be doing canvassing like as we are but Every opportunity that you have, you know, God allows us to have meet with new people every day. And there's even if just if you just smile at someone or just say hello, you know, that'll make a difference and be a blessing to different people in the community. So,
0: thanks for that, Grace. Uh, may God bless you and be encouraged to follow in the footsteps of Jesus, mm-hmm. to do what you're doing, and uh, to be able to bless many people out there. As you'll return back home, uh, you know, uh, our uh, greetings to your family and the loved ones. Mm. And uh, hopefully we can uh, record the program even maybe w- while you are in uh, Cairns, you know, what <laughs> you may do over the phone, another program with you. Mm. Uh, until then, God bless you. And uh, thank you for making time to come and share with us, with us your, um, your walk with Jesus. Mm. And to our listeners, until
2: next time, please don't forget. Keep walking in the footsteps of Jesus.